challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Great to have you with me here at the Great Man Podcast. Hey, before I dive in for today, let me make sure that you are receiving our weekly digest. Go to greatman.tv and you'll see where you can sign up. Trust us, we're not going to use your information to sell you soap or or ties or anything like that. We just want to help you be better men. So uh, go on to greatman.tv. You'll see where to sign up. It's a weekly digest beautifully done by our team, and it's just going to help you be a better man and help you connect to great resources. Okay, I want to dive into one of the great manly arts. It's practical, it's hard-hitting, but it's something I really want you to think about as you live your life, especially as you live your life in our present generation with the constant crises and stir that we are dealing with right now. There is a tendency among the insecure, among those who are drama queens, I mean that both male and female, uh, among those who like to have stir, to not be concerned about what whether what they hear is factual or true. They just like the fireworks and the stir and the excitement and the emotion that surrounds the latest titillating uh, thing reported in the news, the latest rumor, the latest tidbit of gossip. And so we're seeing a lot of that today. We're seeing a lot of people uh, not really processing deeply and thoughtfully what they hear, but taking things from everything, <laughs> taking tidbits from uh, every kind of source, uh, from a prayer group to a casual coffee conversation uh, to some extreme you know, podcast or extreme Twitter feed, uh, and then getting all excited about it and stirring everybody up. Essentially, they are drama queens. Essentially, there are people who like the drama. They like the hype. They like the stir. They like the, oh my God, kind of response to what they share with somebody. And this is going on. I've watched it time after time after time. I have sat on airplanes and listened to the people right behind me have conversations. Not one word of what's being said is actually factual. They just happened, by the way, in that conversation to be in my field. But they, you could tell that their souls somehow wanted, they needed psychologically to have the exciting tidbit, what seemed like the insider information, and to sit there on the plane going, oh my God, for the whole time. And I'm, I keep mocking that because that was the response for an hour and a half flight. Oh my God, I can't believe that. Can you believe it? Oh my God, I got to tell my brother, you know, that kind of thing all the time. They didn't take a moment to consider whether it was true. They didn't take a moment to even consider whether it was possible. They simply sat there exciting, titillating each other. They might just as well have been offered, offering each other some cocaine or a triple whiskey or anything else that might get them all stirred up or have some kind of an emotional effect on them. In fact, I imagine brain scientists would tell us that the way this information is processed in our brains is very much like a stimulant. It's very much like uh, the drugs we might take or hypercaffeine or whatever. All right. I want to bring this down to a manly gift, a manly discipline. I'm certainly not saying women don't have the same ability or call or or gift or mandate, but I'm talking to men right now. It is an art of manliness. It is an art of the great man that he processes what he hears and ponders whether it is a fact or not. 
I believe in emotions. I love happiness. I love rowdiness. I love big feasts where we all laugh and joke and play. I'm a fully engaged emotional human being. I am not trying to turn you into a troglodyte or a stoic or someone who is shut down. I'm all for the emotions. But we got to separate facts from emotions at the beginning when we first hear them. And part of the role of a man is to consider what he hears, consider what he is told, and ask himself, could this be true? What's the source? How do we know this? Now, you know, there are people in everybody's life who are constant with that kind of thing. They're constant skeptics, constant doubters, and they're just irritating. I'm not suggesting to you that you should just doubt everything you hear, put everybody down and share the fact, laugh them off as though they're idiots, and walk away. That won't help you socially. It's not going to help you intellectually. I am saying that you ought to develop in your life a bit of a filter. Listen to what, what you're told and ask yourself, could that, could that be true? Uh, how, how does this person know that? How is it that you're, the guy who cuts your hair <laughs> knows insider information that the, that the most secure parts of the CIA don't know? I mean, I'm being extreme to make a point, but, but I'm often told things breathlessly in D.C. that this person could not possibly know. And so this is not only damaging our country, but it rattles good men. It shakes good men. I, I want you to be the calm center of your family and social world. I want you to be the big calm. I I want you to know that we're living in difficult times, to respond to the situations. I've counseled you over the last year uh, some wisdom about how to deal with COVID and and, and deal with our political crises and deal with the economic upheaval. I, I believe in facing reality. Please don't misunderstand. At the same time, there's been a huge amount of damage to men and to our country because people just take the the, the merest tidbit of titillation about something they couldn't possibly know, and they've gone off and run off half-cocked. That's what led to the insurrection on Capitol Hill. That's what led to a young man going to a pizza restaurant in upstate New York and firing off around because he had become convinced that Hillary Clinton was running a child uh, trafficking ring in the basement of Comet Pizza in upstate New York. Now, you know all these things, and I don't need to recite them to you. What would have made the difference in those situations politically, but more importantly to my uh, interest, is what would make a difference in your life if you are the big calm who ponders things, who considers the source, who goes after the facts if he needs to, and is able to dispel myth and rumor and stir and lies and help people to live lives of meaning. You don't want to live your life based on lies. You don't want to live your life based on falsehood. You don't want to live your life in constant stir based on the latest rumor. So I I see this as an art of manliness. I'll let somebody else speak to women about how they should process this. That's not my gift. I'm talking to you as men. When I hear something, I'm ready to act. I'm ready to perform. I'm ready to step out based on information I'm given. Somebody says there's a fire on the first floor. Hey, I'm up and at it. Uh, someone says there's a, there's a shooter on the other end of this building. I'm at, I'm up and at it. Someone says that a certain food is killing people because they're eating too much of it. I'm watching that in my life, but I also go to the source. I also check things out. I also try to get confirmation. So what I want for you to do is develop the manly art, not of rejecting everything you hear, not of being the constant irritating village skeptic, but just make sure you know your facts and then calmly Help those around you to arrive at a calm 
understanding of the facts and response to the facts. People in your world, probably like people in a lot of the world right now, and certainly in my life, I don't mean my immediate life. My family's pretty calm bunch of folks. Um, but, but in my wider world, you can imagine, given what I do in politics and what have you, people are astir. They are afraid. They are processing the latest information. It's, in fact, it's become, the, it's become some people's hobby just to, just to live on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and process the latest stuff and have their hair on fire constantly. We need, your family needs, your wife needs, your children need, your buddies need, your band of brothers need for you to be a thoughtful man, to consider the facts, to consider the source. Some of these things couldn't possibly be true. Listen, I lead an organization, help lead an organization. I chair the board of an organization that is all about getting women out of, out of trafficking and then putting them in, in facilities that we build that help them then to recover, to restore, and to get ready to live productive, meaningful lives. So I'm, I'm in the middle of the traffic thing, thing all the time. But QAnon, for example, and I don't mean to make this talk political, QAnon, for example, nobody can find the who, who Q even is. Nobody knows who he is, where he is, and yet he's got people storming into restaurants, he or she or it, whatever it is, storming into restaurants, firing off rounds. Do you understand that something's wrong there? Somebody, somebody doesn't know the facts. So, so, somebody, there's, there, there's, a, there's an inability on, on the part of a rational human being to confirm that. And I don't spend my life chasing down rumors, but I'm many times sitting in conversations where I'll just simply quietly say, you know, over pizza or whatever we're doing in life, driving down the road. Now, guys, how could that be true? Or guys, are we sure of that? I mean, what, what's our basis of that knowledge? Hey, I'm 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 perfectly happy to to believe something that's true, no matter how outlandish it is. God knows, there's been a lot of outlandish in the news this last year, and last two or three years. It's been absolutely true. It's outlandish as it is. But at the same time, what people often need is for you to be calm, and for you to come with the facts. And not long ago, a friend of mine called with his hair on fire, all upset. And he said, you know, I, I heard that Trump signed something today. And, and the, the act he told me he signed had already been signed in 1807. All Trump would have had to do would be to invoke the thing. And he couldn't invoke the thing because of the circumstances involved. And I just happened to know all that because, you know, as you guys know, you, you, you know who I am. My doctorate's in American history. So I just happened to know this thing was signed 200 years ago. And it couldn't possibly be true. Then somebody else came to me very lovingly, very, very eager to get the facts and, you know, had, had FEMA taken over the country and was the government, was the military working for FEMA? Well, I don't mind people coming to me to verify facts. You know, I've got a little expertise in these areas, but I, what, what I grieve is what, what's being lost to them and to their families and to those who believe these things, you know, that the U.S. military works for FEMA. That sounds silly in the recounting, but this person had heard it. And they were at least wise enough to go to someone they thought might know. I don't know everything, but I did know that. What's my point? It is a manly art to be the calm center. It is the, a manly art to check out facts. It is a manly art to not love rumor and gossip and titillating tidbits. It is a manly art to emanate calm, truth, and then decisive action. That's what a man does. A man simply understands the truth, helps others to get a good, firm grasp on it, and then acts accordingly. Again, 
Doesn't mean you're sitting there smoking your pipe in your easy chair and you never move your butt out of that chair. No. Again, if somebody comes in and says the house is on fire, you move, you move quickly. If you find out it's not true, fine, but better to better to move dramatically than to not move at all and have it be true. So I'm not talking about a lack of response. I'm talking about making sure that what we're told is true on social media, in relationships. I can't tell you how many times in my life of leadership that I, that I have been afterwards, people have just said, you're amazing. And all I had done was verify that something was or wasn't true. And then help people to calm down and let's go, let's go work the problem. I got to tell you, by the way, that even if the bit of information or, or, or disturbing news is true, you, 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 the response is hampered by people's overwrought emotions. So a lot of times your job as a leader, and by the way, all men are called to some form of leadership. All men are called to some form of leadership. A lot of your job is even to get people, even if what they've heard is true, and you're, and you're now going to craft a response to a fire, to a crisis, to a shooter, to whatever, overwrought emotions just get in the way. Again, I'm not saying be stoic. I love to laugh and play and be emotional. But if we're going after a shooter, if we're putting out a fire, if we're going to rescue somebody, if we're going to, to fix a, a, a situation that's, that's critical, I don't need a lot of people with their hair on fire screaming and yelling. I need some folks who are intent. I need some folks who are focused. I need some, focus with a grasp on the, some folks with a grasp on the truth. And I need folks who are willing to team with me and, and uh, work together without just being crazed. And then later, weep, cry, rage, fine, but not at the moment. I, I'm a guy who's got a little bit of a delayed tactic, a little bit of delayed factor in my emotions. I'm, I was told not too long ago a friend of mine died. I don't. People called me; they were in tears. I was sad, but not immediately in tears. That that that, that I think that's God given because that allows me then to call and arrange things and help the widow and comfort the son and do all kinds of other stuff. And then alone later, or maybe with Bev, I bawled my eyes out. That's everybody's wired differently. But what you got to have is, first of all, a grasp on the facts. Second of all, as calm a response as you can manage. And then, of course, a turning to other people and focusing on them and what's best for them. I want to say it again. Great men are called to radiate calm, even in crisis. Your wife needs it. Your band of brother needs it, brothers needs it, your extended family needs it, your community needs it, your children certainly need it. Everyone needs that. Again, not saying stoic, not saying not having emotions. That's not the point. The point is, though, that you're not believing lies and then getting addicted to running around with your hair on fire. I'm watching some people I love very much, and they they just bounce from it's like a ping pong, not ping pong, but pinball game. They just they just bounce around from one rumor to another with their hair on fire. And I'm pretty much convinced that they have actually rewired their brains. They've actually created a psychological need for this because every day they get up looking for something new to be stirred up about. But none of it's true. Hardly any of it's true. And by the way, they're providing absolutely no solutions. A man is big calm. A man is rational and thinks through facts. A man then crafts responses. A man comforts. And of course, a man feels. Of course he does. But a man's got to have the ability to tame his emotions just a little bit so that extreme emotion does not dominate him while he is serving others. Feel what you're going to feel. Don't let it determine the facts. 
Don't let it keep you from impacting others. Don't let it keep you from effective action. Because this is one of the great arts of noble manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 